Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kayfabe Cafe podcast, and we are here with Ant, uh, we got we got Linus, we got me, of course me, and then we have a very special guest, a very, very, very main event worth, worthy guest, Word. Hall of Fame worthy guest. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have the very talented, um... Probably one of the biggest people I've ever seen in real life. Not, I'm not just talking about high. I'm talking about like Same. as a wrestler. Same. We have Chili <laughs> Willie. Oh, what's happening? What's, what's happening? Woo! What's happening, guys? What's happening? So how's it over there, Coach? Good, good man. I'm here in uh, I'm here in uh, Ampanga in Angeles. So uh, everything is good, and um, you know, just hanging out. No lockdown here. Oh no! Lockdown there yet? Hell no! Weird. After we finish this, I'll, after we finish this, I'll probably go to the bar. <laughs> Dang! Wow. Anyway, um, anyway, planning. coach. Um, so this podcast basically, uh, it's also aimed for people who, who may not be, um, who may not yet be familiar, familiar, uh, familiar with your work. So, um, if you can do like a little okay. bit of a, a quick introduction of yourself, yeah, man. Yeah, no doubt. Definitely. Well, uh, you know, like you, you gave me that great intro introduction. Um, Chili Willie, everybody's favorite homeboy from ECW. That's um, well, I didn't get my start in ECW. I got my start in the Indies in North Carolina, trained by uh, C.W. Anderson, another guy named Gary Simone, and C.W. Anderson's cousin, Dan Wright. And so, trained. I started training in 1997, and um, you know, did a lot of uh, indie wrestling. In North Carolina and around uh, different parts of America, Canada, and then uh, I got connected and hooked up and went to ECW. Uh, Steve Carino, who, who's now the producer of the up NXT, uh, him and uh, CW uh, invited me to come up, and that's where I uh, started wrestling. Actually, but uh, I didn't just start wrestling. You know, I, I worked on the ring crew. I had to put in my dues in, you know what I mean? So um, Yeah, working them dues. Oh yeah, you gotta, you know, travel and help help set up the ring, you know, things like that and then wrestle. So um yeah, I did a lot of that. Um and yeah, it, it the rest is history, man. And then from there, you know, it just just went on. Then went into the military, then went to WWE. The developmental oh, let me back up. 1996, I did try out for the WCW Power Plant in Atlanta, mm. Georgia, and um, out of 30 guys, I was one. I was one of the three guys who uh, who won, you know, not one, but uh, finished the competition. It was like a four-day competition, and so um, if if you guys go on my Facebook page, you might see a picture with me, the late Chris Benoit, and and Stephen Regal. Well, that's when they were at, at the Power Plant at the time. In that last day. This was a Friday. They allowed me to, uh, you know, get some pictures with them. I got some pictures with guys like Adam Bomb, um, High Voltage at the time, uh, and then Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker, who was the trainer. But I didn't have enough money. I didn't have no. I didn't have enough money oh. to go to go to school there. And so, um, God rest his soul, Joe, Jody Hamilton. He just passed away, I think, this week, the other day. Assassin, Mister Assassin. He was in charge of, uh, uh, you know, talent. You know, far as you know. Um, uh, the school and you had to pay like three thousand or three thousand something plus. So I went back home. Then I went when I went back home to North Carolina. That's where I I went to an indie show and I saw guys like um, Steve Carino, Jory Mercury, uh, Lodi, uh, Shane Helms, C.W. Anderson. All those guys were at my high school wrestling, and so I went and uh, I inquired through uh, the DJ who was C.W. Anderson's cousin. And then that's that's how I started wrestling. I started training every. Coach, was that was that Omega? Was that no. Omega? No, 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 no. No. Um, it's funny you said that because we just uh, on the ASC podcast that I do, me and Andrew Campbell out of North Carolina, we we just did a uh, a show last this let this tonight. No, I'm sorry, this morning, this morning, our time, five o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, Filipino time. 
I was up doing a uh, a broadcast with the owner of Omega, Thomas Simpson, and him and Matt Hardy are the two owners of Omega. I only wrestled in Omega maybe once or twice. Oh, but somebody put it in. Yeah, somebody put it in the Wikipedia that I was like, that's where I. No, I only wrestled it once or twice, but I do know a lot just about everybody that worked there. So, uh, like I said, I just did a um, podcast with the owner last uh, this morning. So that'll come out probably next week, and you guys can check that out if you want or whatever. But yeah, that's how I started, you know. And um, uh, North Carolina in America um, has a lot of uh, talent that came out of North Carolina. It's still coming out, Charlotte area, the Raleigh area, you know. So um, you know, there's a there's a lot of uh, talent that came out of that 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 state. Oh, um, because oh yeah, I was researching and I saw that. Um, on your on a, on your Wikipedia, so that's pretty. That's probably pretty cool, Coach. That you have your own Wikipedia page. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it says uh, you you I wrestled uh, you wrestled in Omega or you started in Omega. And me, no. I'm I'm a huge mark for the Hardy Boys, so I was like, oh yeah. shit, like Coach rubbed elbows with with the fucking Hardys, like holy. But I did, fuck. yeah, I did rub elbows with them before they got their their big push. Mm. You know, we were um, you know, I shared locker rooms with those guys. I was just coming into business. They had already been in the business. They were already doing uh, 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 jobs up at the WWF at the time, WWE, and uh, you know they weren't big uh, big names. They were just going there getting jobbed out, but they were doing they were still having good matches. You know what I mean? And um, they uh, they just kept working, man. They just they kept driving to the shows. They kept uh, you know doing what they was told. And you know it's not like today where they had the the, the performance center. You know the Hardys they learned on the mm-hmm. Indies. You know what I mean, and they 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 kind of learned on them on their own, and then what they did was they just went in there and listened to the wrestlers, the guys that was there, the the veterans. You know they bump bumping feet. That's why I tell I tell young wrestlers, if you're gonna wrestle and you wanna wrestle me or whatever, or you wanna wrestle a, a veteran, when you're in a locker room, you know I might be jumping a little bit, but if you're in the locker room, you know, and and someone says okay um. Okay, Frankie Thirteen, you're gonna you're gonna go and you're gonna wrestle. Uh, I don't know. You're gonna wrestle. Two Cold Scorpio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he comes to the Philippines. You're gonna wrestle Two Cold. You don't go up to him, okay, while he's lacing up his boots and say, "Hey, sir, what do you want to do?" No. You might want to go there, introduce yourself, and say, "Hey, how you doing, sir? My name, blah 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 blah." You know, and then you know, me and you will, you know, I'm. Uh, I listen to you, whatever you want me to do. And then he'll tell you if you want to, you know, if you want to talk about the, the match then and there or not. He might just say, just wait. You know, he might call everything in the ring. But you have to be respectful to the veterans and and, and don't go in and say, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Because they're going to laugh at your ass. And I think that's what the Hardys did. They, they went in there and they listened to the, to the veterans. And they did what the veterans want them to do. They bumped. They fed. You know? Uh, and then they, and then the, then the veterans let them get a little stuff in, and then now look at them now, they're Hall of Famers, you know, worthy, you know. Mm-hmm. So you you have to um, you have to know your your wrestling etiquette and locker room, right. you know what I mean? Paying dues and stuff like that. Yeah, it's actually like that's actually pretty different coach from here because if you're a new wrestler here, um, instead of like because from from what I keep hearing from veterans, uh, veteran wrestlers from around the globe. Usually, when you're a new guy, you wrestle a veteran on your first night out, just so he mm-hmm. can be guided. Here, mm-hmm. I remember my first match, um, I my first few matches, it was just me wrestling um, my co-trainees. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's that's probably, like, one of... Well, um, yeah, that's... But it, that's but it, that's it how it is. Different. Yeah, that's how it is here in the Philippines. Because... Well, you guys don't have a scene yet. You know, you, you're starting. You're 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 learning as you go. So you don't have wrestlers um, that are veterans here that are wrestling with you guys. You know what I mean? No one in the '80s and '90s is wrestling with you guys right now. You know, um, I'm probably one of the oldest ones that would probably come in and wrestle with you. Somebody like the jury come in and wrestle with you. You guys bring some guys who come in or whatever. But for the most part, of Frankie Thirteen is going to wrestle. You know, uh, Rex. Or you know, or, or or you know, someone like that. You know, your peers. And the thing is, when you train every Saturday, um, you kind of 
get the feel of each other, you know what each other's gonna do, or whatever. That's a kind of good thing, but it's kind of a bad thing too because you don't really, you don't know how to excel because mm-hmm. you are comfortable with that same person or that same group of people, right? Become so you need, yeah, you need you need to go outside the box. You know what I mean? You need to you need to wrestle someone who that you never wrestled before to gain the experience, okay? Mm-hmm. And that would help you. And that's the only thing about the, um, what do you call it, the, the Filipino scene. But the good thing about it is you guys keep doing it year after year after year after year. You guys are going to become veterans. You know what I mean? Regardless, you, you, you will become veterans, and then the young guys coming up will come to wrestle you guys. So, I mean, but still, you know, you, you, you still learn. And as each – each year go by, you know, um, you you should learn more and you should get better. Yeah, coach, definitely. Um, I also just wanted to ask, how was it like? How was it growing up? Were you a wrestling fan, and also, did you do? Because most of most of the wrestlers that I've talked to, um, they've participated in backyard wrestling stuff like that. So, like when you grew up, um, which wrestler? Or like, were you like a massive fan of like the wrestler that probably motivated you to like, hey, I kind of want to be a wrestler. And also, yeah, did you did you do a little bit of them backyard backyard wrestling with some good brothers? <laughs> well, well, okay, I gotta give you. We I grew up in early '80s, late '70s. Okay, so when I started watching wrestling, it was like 1977, 78. Um, so I'm like seven, eight, nine years old. Um, yeah, so. Guys that I'm watching WWF, NWA, Georgia Soft Wrestling, and Texas Wrestling, Kerry Von Eric, and all those guys. I mean, um, and then we didn't have backyard wrestling back then. We we what 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 happened was when we were growing up, you you either fight your cousin, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously fight your cousin in the backyard to hope that your moms and your aunts don't see it so you don't get a spanking, or you were in school and you just fight somebody in school. So that's where you had to learn how to use your moves. See if that shit was fake or if it was real. Um, and so I grew up. I couldn't fight for shit, man. I couldn't fight. I would fight backwards because I, I didn't want to get hit in the face. <laughs> that was, that's how. That's how much of a punk I was. I was like, I fight wait, how did that work, Coach? I don't know. Fight- I was like, <laughs> like, like, like we face off and then I turn around and just close my eyes. <laughs> it's. That's what oh. you call the MRT technique. Oh. When True story. So, so my cousin would... I don't know what you... Dude, yeah, I don't it, know what you call that shit. The, the, shit. the MRT wow. technique is when someone's chasing you and then you just wail your elbows like that in hopes that that guy doesn't smack you in the back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, I had a cousin. He was bigger than me. He would, he'd teach me how to, he, would, he would teach me how to fight a little bit. And then one day, I, just, I, I was just turning the TV and... I just saw these guys wrestling from Madison Square Garden, and I was like, "Oh snap!" And they're muscular, you know, and you know, and I was like, "What is this?" You know, and I didn't, I thought it was real, you know. Oh man, I box. You see guys like Snooker, Jimmy Snooker, Bob Backlund, and you know, Ivan Pusky, and you know, the the list goes on. And um, I, I just got hooked. I really got hooked because I was I was always picked on, and so <laughs> I wanted to be like that. I wanted to be that big guy that you know fight back, you know, and so. Um, Every every month, every week, uh, watching and watching wrestling. And when I got old enough, I, you know, it wasn't until I got 13, 14, I started lifting weights, and then I started seeing some gains or whatever. And um, you know, had some more fights and get my ass kicked. And then all of a sudden, it just started clicking. <laughs> when I got in high school, it started clicking. I was like, okay, I ain't get my ass kicked too much more. You know what I mean? I'm doing ass kicking now. <laughs> I mean, coach, oh. like, look, just just looking at you, coach, that's pretty hard to imagine, like you yeah. getting beaten up. Oh man, that's actually that, that's actually a common thing. I've I I've gotten from like workers like us is that we mostly got bullied growing up. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's the, but that's that that happens. You know, you that's why you have to be careful about bullying people, right? I'm really big on this bullying thing because I was bullied as a as a kid. And I know how it feels to be bullied. Uh, but back when I was, when we were getting bullied, we had to fight. You know what I mean? We could not, the, the, our guidance counselor, our teachers or whatever, they could not fight for us. You know, we, we didn't take the, 
the, the, the other steps of giving up, you know, and just giving up on life. And to those who do who did that, you know, God bless their souls. I mean, each person is different. I'm not, I'm not downing it. I'm just saying that, you know, my mom would be like, if we go outside and play basketball, somebody beat you up. She, you better not come home. My mom was like this. Do not come home crying that someone took your ball, your baseball, or your basketball. You better come home with your basketball, okay? No matter No matter what the situation is. So we had to learn how to fight growing up, and it just stuck with me. And, um, you know, like I said, sometimes I get my ass kicked and sometimes I didn't. But I didn't get into wrestling until, uh, like I said, 1996, that's the 1997 when I started training. You know, but I was bouncer at clubs, you know. I did some I did some taekwondo and stuff like that, you know, and point fighting and all that, you know, and but it's it didn't satisfy me, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like just touch a person. You don't even touch a person. It's like you 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 fake punch to the yeah. nose and they score a point. And I'm like, well, I didn't even hit him. <laughs> oh, I call touch fighting. Point fighting, you know what I mean? Like, touch a motherfucker, and it's like, like what? If that shit happened in the street, man, they kick my ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody bite well, their finger away. off. If I like, what if I just poke someone in the eye? Or, like poke someone on the forehead. I can get a point by just poking someone. If you get if you get there fast, if you get there first before I do, yeah, you get a point. If 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 we square up and you give me a back fist to the point to the to the forehead, but you don't hit me or you just tap me, that's a point for you. It's like what? But in real life, when I started working at a, as a bouncer, you can't do that shit, man. I hit yeah. somebody in the point, they don't laugh at you. He's drunk. <laughs> so I was like, I, so I kind of stopped the karate thing. I was like, okay, this shit's just for TV, like, not. For those who do it, it's okay. It's, it's good. It's all right. But man, you better not raise your. You better you better not do a side kick out in the street, man. And, <laughs> yeah. Guys coming at your ass. <laughs> you better run. Okay, so coach. Uh, so I just want to ask too. Um, so this whole like your ring name, Chili Willie. Um, is this like when you first started out wrestling? Was this the first ever? Uh, was this the first ring name you ever thought of? Like, or did no, you go through no. a cycle of different characters? No, the I the first name and the only name that I wanted to be called was Cyrus the Virus from the movie Con Air. With um, you know, if you go back and look at the movie Con Air, with Nicolas Cage yeah. and uh, uh, I forget the other guy's name, but his name was Cyrus the Virus, <laughs> and I wanted to be Cyrus the Virus, and um, but I didn't know that there were already you know Cyrus was already up in um. What's his name? He's on uh, Don Callis. Don Callis, yes. Yeah. In ECW, he was already in ECW, and so when I when I came when I came back to wrestling class, and I told CW, I said, I, I think I want to be Cyrus the Vice, and they were like, No, 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 no. We already, we already got the guy there in ECW, and we trying to go to ECW, so no, no, no. So I changed my name, but um, I didn't change my name. Actually, my ex girlfriend, her her brother, her brother in law. Would call me Chill Will. Yo, Chill Will, what's going on, Chill Will? And that would be my street name also, Chill Will. You know, what's up, Chill? You know, so I just put the Y on on both of them. I said, oh, Chilly Willie, you know what I mean? And then they came, I went into class the next, you know, the time when I told him I was going to be Chilly Willie. I said, what the fuck is Chilly Willie? That's the penguin, man. Who the, what the <laughs> Chilly Willie? <laughs> why Why you just think of Chill Will? I was like, nah, man, I like Chilly Willie. So they started laughing at me. They they clown me and shit, man. And then um, it just it just stuck, you know. <laughs> it just stuck. Yeah. Hey, no chili willy. So I was like, all right, I'm the penguin. You know what I mean? Chili willy. That's a weird ass name, dude. But then, but then did it was. Have, a, did you have a character? Have a coach? Did you have did Did you have like a character when you when you first started out? Yeah, it was a. It wasn't everybody's favorite homeboy. I was Chili Willy, the ghetto superstar. Okay, there was a song that came out. Ghetto superstar, that is what you are. You guys can go oh, check yeah, that uh, on YouTube. Uh, um, anyway, by Maya, I think her name is. So I, I come out to that song, Ghetto Superstar, and I had a, I had a, I had a, a chain, I had a chain with a lock on it. Okay, now I don't know if John Cena stole that from me or he stole that from <laughs> Tretch from NW, uh, from from uh, from the uh, rest from the rap group. But I kid you not, because I started wrestling before John Cena, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would come out. I had a Godfather hat on. I probably got that from the Godfather, but I, I think we kind of came out at the same time. 
he had the feather I didn't have and I just had to go I just had the, the chain lock chain with a padlock on it you know and I was like you know to all my brothers in the prison you know who on lockdown that's what I would call it lockdown and so but I would come out as ghetto superstar and uh, that was my name for a while and then when I went to ECW they said uh, everybody's favorite homeboy because they will build me from whatever whatever town that we go to. That's what town I was because then nobody know me in, e- in ECW, you know. And, and so if I went to like Manila, they would say, "Ah, from Quezon City, Chili Willie." And then if and then if we go to Farnyaki, ah, from Farnyaki, Chili Willie. You know, every time. <laughs> and then the fans be like, you know, they would cheer. That's how. That's how. I, I got over. Th- that's a very versatile you know I mean? gimmick. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's so easy to get over. Yeah. Everybody's favorite homeboy, you know what I mean? So whatever t- hometown you're in, that's where you're from. And they're like, so we went to Canada, and, and they said something. Mrs. Sakwa, I don't know, I can't pronounce the name. It was some, some Canadian name I can't pronounce. But they said I was from, from Canada. And the, crowd, and the crowd knew I wasn't from Canada. They were like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, so, so I had a dark man. After ECW, here's what happened. And normally when you, here's what happened. When you go to East, when you go to WWE, if you try out, if they give you a tryout, if Triple H or whoever asks you to come up, do a dark match. Normally, they're going to use your real name. Whatever your real name is. Like, my name is William Jones. So I'm going to come out William Jones, some goofy-ass music or whatever, and then I'm going to go in the ring and get my ass kicked. Well, they let me come out of my dark match as Chilly Willie with some with some cool-ass music. And then um, the late uh, oh man, I can't think of his name. The announcer. Oh my God. Oh man, what is his name? He, you know, he passed away. But Howard Finkel. Um, he, he announced my name and everything. And and then they said, from from Richmond, Virginia, and I'm from North Carolina. <laughs> so they started using the gimmick that it was used that I used in ECW. They just used that gimmick. And they let me use it, and the crowd went crazy, and I was like, "Well," and then they let me win. I was like, "Cause normally when you do a dark match, you don't win. You get your ass." Kicked. So I oh, was. Oh, so they were they were pretty high on you, probably, coach. Yeah, they were. They were. But then I went to the military. I was like, "Fuck this, I'm out. I gotta go to the military." <laughs> oh, well, how was it? How was your stint in ECW, coach? I um, mean, it was great. It was. I learned a lot, you know, and um. I was green man when I went there, you know. I was like, what, eighty-seven, three years almost in the business. And um, when I went to ECW, man, I mean, it's a whole different step. It's a step up from the indies because you're on you're on pay per view, you're on television, so everything has to be, you know, right. You know, like when you guys do wrestling here, you know, and that's my that's one of my pet peeves. It's time time restriction or time strength. Your first match, you don't go out there and do no 15-minute match. You don't do that. You don't do that. It's, that's crazy. You got a, you got you got eight matches in a row in the, in, in the show. You got to save time for your, your semi-main and your main event. Of course, your main event because that's who people come to see. Your first match should be only five minutes, six minutes at the most. That's with intro. That's you coming out of the gorilla position into the ring and they call your name, and that should be your, you know, that should be part of your six minutes. Do your match, boom, that's it. So I had to learn a lot about that, you know, because on the indies, of course, everyone wants to do everything. They want to get all their shit in, and it's not about getting all your shit in. It's not. That's you kill the you kill the show, you kill yourself, your your brand, and you put people to sleep. <laughs> So, so, no, if I give, if I if, if I go 15 minutes the first match and then the second match is 10 minutes and the third match is 12 minutes and fourth match is 15 and people sleep by intermission. They're like, oh. so you know we I learned those things you know and um, just the just the small things you learn you know not so much the big part of wrestling but you do learn the psychology and then you learn the time where you're at on your match in your match. Um, this is something that, that I kind of want to ask too um, 
Were there, um, did, oh yeah, it was the WWF back then. Were there, like, WWF, um, scouts going into ECW shows back then, Coach? And do you think that that's probably why, um, they eventually tried to hire you to get into the WWE? No, um, I got into the WWE because of, um, my, my time in the, 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 the military, uh, when I got injured in the military, because I, I have a bronze star and a purple heart. And so, at that time, Paul had already jumped ship to WWE or whatever. And so, he was the one, I think, that, that well, I know he helped get me into WWE. Because they were doing the thing with uh, Muhammad Hassan, this character trying to be like an insurgent type guy. And... Uh, and I don't know if they wanted me to be like the next GI bro, but I wasn't having it. I was like, no, nah, I, I, I'm not going out here looking like no GI bro. You know what I mean? But they, they, um, they would bring me out. They would bring me up. I would be in the military when we came back from Iraq, and I haven't finished my military contract. I couldn't wrestle because I'm still under the U.S. government contract. So if I got hurt, then might be, I would be in big trouble. So my, my captains always told me, okay, you can go to these shows that they're allowing you to go to, um, but you cannot wrestle. So I was in I was in the United States Army. WWE will fly me out. You know, all my rest, all, all my Army guys would be so jealous. You know, they have a car waiting for me. I fly to, you know, whatever. I have a hotel, whatever. And uh, I just I just hang out. I just hang out and watch the show, meet people. And um, that was when I knew that they wanted to do something with me. And then they gave me a contract after like a month later. And um, I signed the contract, and I left the military two months early than I was supposed to. I, they let me out. The United States government let me out of my contract just because I signed with the WWE at the time. So, um, so how was the experience, Coach, with the WWE? Man, I mean, that's the cream of the crop. That's, you can't get no higher. <laughs> you cannot go no higher than that when pro wrestling. So, when you're there, uh, everything counts. Everything counts. You're, you got to put on your A game every single day. You know, um, and it's hard. You know, it's very, very hard. Um, I didn't, I, I didn't have a chance to um, decompress from the Iraq from the war, and so my mind was still on on the war. You know what I mean? My mind wasn't really in wrestling. And so when I got in there to go combat, you know, it kind of got. A little chippy, and I, you know, I didn't know spots or whatever, because I've been out of wrestling three years. You know, I had been out, I had been out three years, and um, you know, I was in, I was in that class in 2005 where, I think I told you this before, um, but I, I was in the class with guys like uh, Bobby Lashley was there, Johnny Morrison was there, uh, the Boogeyman was there. Uh, Beth Phoenix, Julian Hall, Elijah Burke, man, the list goes on. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, you know, I, those, um, Chris Masters, those guys, uh, Damian Sandow, those, I was in that class, you know, Ken Anderson. And so, you know, we would go out and the, just run shows and go to class and, you know, we had guys like Bill DeMont, Lance Storm, Jim Cornette, Tommy Dreamer, you know, and then guys like, you know, you know, you have your Hall of Famers come in, the Dudleys will come in and just see what, what the talent was like. Uh, Mark Henry would come through, Undertaker, you know, it, it was just, it was surreal, you know, really for me because yeah, I was in ECW. I had seen some stars, but I hadn't seen, like, The Undertaker, you know what I mean? <laughs> Coming in hanging out, you know, and things like that. You know, I had seen the Dudleys. Um, but you have to be on your game, man. You, you really, you re it's, it's professional. It is not no bullshit. It is, you, 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 you're getting paid top dollar. Okay? 
But, but coach, they already like what you said earlier. So they already had, basically, they already had a character waiting for you. Like they were already sketching up something for you. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't know the name. They didn't know the name. They I, they were just kind of looking at me first to see what was going on. Um, they didn't really say they had a character. Character. I think Paul was pushing that. Uh, but I knew. I, I knew I were not. I was not going to be Chili Willie. I knew that. I knew that. Because when I was in OVW, you know, Tommy Dreamer would say, you know, Chili, you need to you need to come up with something, a name. They'll let you have your own name. They they'll let you pitch your own ideas. Also. So Tommy Dreamer was like, you know, you gotta you should come up with something. But dealing with the military bait, you know, foundation. And I was like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to do, you know. And um, I would do a promo, and I didn't like it. And so they would see the promo, and Vince, they would, they would take it and show it to Vince. Vince sees everything, every, every fucking thing you do, Vince sees it. It goes across his desk. It come across him. You know what I mean? And he wasn't liking it because I wasn't liking it, you know. He saw it in my face that I wasn't liking the gimmick. And so, you know, that's what happened. But they were, they were going to, you know, John Laurinaitis was going to, they were going to try to sit me down to Puerto Rico and wrestle, you know, down there with Carlos Colon and, you know, and, and hone my skills to get better. I didn't want to go because, like I said, they didn't have a performance center then, but they had camps in different places that, that they would send their wrestlers to. Oh, so it's like an, an excursion, like the ones that they do in New Japan, where they would send their talent to um, to, the, to the United States and England. Yeah, yeah. So um, you you look at guys, you look at guys like Bobby Lashley, Dolph Ziggler, Johnny Morrison, those guys, Miz. Those guys been around. Since 2005, 2004, you know what I mean, and, I, and and look at Bobby Lashley just now becoming champion, you know, making his big move and everything. I mean, that's how long it takes, you know what I mean. And so, um, AJ Styles been in WCW before, you know, it takes that long. It takes that long for you to really get in there, and um, you know, for them to really put put their put their bucks behind you. And and want to invest in you. That's why you. That's why you're seeing a lot of people getting released now. Um, I think a lot of young guys coming and young girls they come in with the idea that okay, I made it to the WWE. I've made it. That's it. No mm-hmm. oh, man, it's a lot more to this shit. It's a lot more to it. You know, and you you got to really um. Ooh, it's 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 a demon. You know, I'm not trying to scare you guys, but it's a demon. Wrestling is a demon, and and if you're not if if you're not ready to fight that demon, man, because that success is going to be there. Yeah, the money's going to be there, but it's all the other little shit that you don't see that you're not ready for. You know? And um, yeah. so, coach, after like after the WWE stuff. Do you go back to the Indies after that? Most people do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, where 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 else are you gonna go? You know, if you want to keep wrestling, where else are you gonna go? You know, the, 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 you once you go that high, it's like an airplane. Once you hit thirty three thousand feet, your ass got to come down. You know what I mean? So you you, you got to go. Look at where these people are going now. You know. Thank God there's AEW around. Thank God there's AEW around for some of these wrestlers. Because if not, where are they going to go? Impact Wrestling? Yeah, maybe. Ring of Honor? Maybe. And NWA? Maybe. Somebody even go to Japan? Maybe. But the, but, but, but the most part of most people, unless they have a big name, they're not going anywhere, man. They're going to just, they're just going to be in the Indies. So you will see some of these, we will see some of these guys at like the high school wrestling shows or whatever, you know, where they have events at the high school or they may have an event outside in a parking lot somewhere. You know, no, and you just saw, you, and you just saw this guy, you just saw this guy on television two months ago and now he, here he is, you know what I mean? No, I mean like for you, Coach. When you when you left the WWE, mm-hmm. did you instantly go back to the Indies? 
or did, yeah, you, I, did you take a break? I had to get a job. I had to, I, I took a break. I took a break, and I, I got a job at a correctional. I was like a correctional officer at a prison. So I, 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 um, I did that for like two years, and then I, I kind of dibble and dabble back into pro wrestling. A friend of mine asked me to, to to start, you know, wrestle again for NWA Charlotte, and um, then me and my me and my friend we started tag team and and, and you know I wrestled there, Power Pro Wrestling, Gals Wrestling, just on the Indies, anywhere we could find wrestling, you know. So, Coach, what what led you to? Go to the Philippines, because <laughs> like, uh, I like like did you did you like imagine like if you were like 15 years old like did you imagine yourself ever like heading to the Philippines? Man, I didn't know what Philippines was. Know <laughs> 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 I didn't know half the countries on the map when I was 15. <laughs> I wasn't paying. I wasn't even paying attention to that shit. I was like, man, at 15, when I was 15, it was about playing football, getting girls, and that's it. And I wanted more to than be a stuff. wrestler. That's it. That was my life, you know. Probably jerking off and, you know, doing <laughs> Doing what boys do at 15, you know what I mean? <laughs> trying to drink, trying to smoke, you know. Um... I, I had no clue what the I, I had no clue, I didn't even know where I was at on the map. You know what I mean? I was like, you know, if you show me the world map at fifteen. I'd be like, where am I? <laughs> but when I, when I was a kid, I thought I thought different countries were different planets. <laughs> so like when I was a kid, I thought the reason why you need you need to take an airplane to go to the states is because the United States is another planet. So uh, oh I so I remember uh, I would tell I would I would point at the clouds and I would tell my mom, Mom, I want to go there, and she'd be like, Yo, what's uh, what's that? That cloud? No, oh, mom, no. it's Disneyland. Oh my god, I was I was I was a bit I was a bit dorky and, and confused, but I was never that confused, Frankie. <laughs> What? Damn. That's awesome. I fell down yeah, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. But it's okay. It's all good, man. You know, um, I guess because when we were little, we had to we had to do a project. I never forget. We had to do a project of all the planets. So that's why I knew that, you know, I was on Earth. I knew I was on Earth. <laughs> I just didn't know where. <laughs> but um, what got me to the Philippines, 2000 and, 2009, um, I used to babysit my little granddaughter. I call her my granddaughters. I don't have any kids, but she's my granddaughter. That's my baby. And so we would sit and watch uh, SpongeBob. She would watch it. And I'd just be, you know, there watching her. Well, I would turn the TV after she would leave. Her mom come pick her up. And I would watch uh, some network with Andrew Bourdain and some other guys. So I've never forget Andrew. He was in the Philippines. This guy, this this, this chef, and he was at one of you guys' market, uh, the one in, in in Manila, the wet market. Oh yeah, the one in Farmers. And he was yeah. just showing the different foods, and then he showed the balut. Oh. Uh, yeah. And I said, oh snap, I want that. And he, he you know, he was just saying how it looked and everything. He, just the different foods, but then he he said he went to he come to here he came here to Angeles, and he was saying about how um, the United States Air Force was here in Clark. So I said, oh, and I just got out of the military, and he was saying how there was a military base here. I said, oh, there's a military base in the Philippines. Where is this? So then I started. I started getting online. I started checking out the Philippines, and that's what made me want to come to the Philippines. And so I came here for one month and uh, hung out, and that was it. But then I didn't come back. I I went to Costa Rica instead. I didn't come back here until 2015. Oh, okay. Um, dang. Anyway, um, yo, so so and Linus, do you guys you guys want to ask? Because I've been I've been 
I've been talking a lot, bro. Yeah. It's a Frankie 13 episode. I've man, been paying man. my dues for how many minutes. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I'm not talking because, like, my, uh, admittedly, my internet's so bad. <laughs> I told him I would keep asking some dumb questions yeah, that, I've thought, uh, that I've thought about. Actually, I, have a, I have a lot of things to ask. I have a lot of things to ask. I want to, for me, like, since I, that now that we're uh, okay. talking about uh, Coach Chili's involvement in Philippine wrestling, this is just a fun question from me. Like, Coach, you've trained almost everyone here I- in the local scene. So the one thing I'd, I, I'd like to ask is that out of everyone, who do you think can make it as a global wrestling superstar? Mm, wow, uh, coach. That's a okay, uh, that's a good one. That's really, really a good question. Let's, let's make it a top three. Top three? Yeah. Out of every wrestler here in the Philippines, who would who would make it in in America? Mm, size, um, athleticism. Uh, my first one would probably definitely be Quathro in uh from PWR. I would I would I would definitely give him a look. I would give him definitely uh, a shot. Um, if I was going, you know, different different organizations, then I would go to MWF. Uh, okay, since Frankie Thirteen is here, I gotta get Frankie Thirteen. <laughs> It was uh, I would no seriously on the real tip. If if it was, uh, in MWF, it would. Now see, I would give I was I would say Robin Sane, but because of his size, you know, you have to be realistic in America in American wrestling. Um, because American WWE, they like big guys. They they just like them. I'm just... <laughs> Are we, are we good now? Yep. You guys can hear me? Yes, coach. Yes, coach. So, yeah, like, um, I think we left off with, I, I would, like I said, I would pick Quathro from, from PWR. Probably Anthony also from PWR, the big guy Anthony. Um, you know, size-wise, you know, because, I, like I said before, the re- recording got cut off. It, um. WWE looks for different things, not, not just not just your moves. It's not your moves. It is not your moves that wrestling that that that's what they're looking for because they can teach you that. If that was if that was the case, they wouldn't have no no need for the performance center, right? You are learning the basics, pure basics, and you're learning it every single day that you're there for however many months you're there. Okay, so. If you think that when you want, when you want, that's why when I go to the wrestling show, I don't look for certain things. You know, I look at what you're doing and how you're doing it, and you're selling your 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 strikes, and and then when it comes into your psychology of wrestling, and if you don't have the psychology down pat, if you don't know where you know where to be inside the ring at a certain point, is no, there's no, you know. You have to learn that. But yeah, if I was picking guys, that that would be you know some of the guys that I would pick. You know, and then if it was females, of course, you know I'm picking Jarrell, <laughs> MWF, definitely picking her. Um, you know, I would I would pick definitely I would pick uh, Crystal. Um, and um, if if if. AOW was still ro- if if my if if AOW was still you know <laughs> around <laughs> I would have I would have a couple of people there that I would pick but it's not so but yeah th- those are some of my people you know Babs is one you know um, Razel is one 
Um, Nuke, if he was stayed in it, he could definitely be. He could have definitely been the John Cena of the Philippines. <laughs> you know, he had the look. He got the body. You know, he got the look. So, Frankie has the look. But like I said, I would put Frankie on some. I would put Frankie on some serious drugs. Yeah, probably like a lot of roids. Yeah, some serious <laughs> vitamins. But, but you got the look. You got the look because I didn't. You know, Frankie, I didn't know you were that big. When I when I um, when I stood stood next to you, I was like, "Yo, this dude is tall," you know. And um, that's the thing. If you 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 know you have a tall person. Um, pretty much, you know, that's a good thing in wrestling. You know. You want to see my size. last games, coach? What's that? You want to see the taste of my last two matches? Yeah. Because I kind of I kind of did gain, but my problem is, oh yeah, I definitely did. Because I started. Wrestling. I, oh, is my camera okay? Because it fell down. Yeah. Um, I started wrestling um, while I was having e- an eating disorder. I think I was very anorexic when I started because I was six feet and 135 pounds or 132 pounds. And then um, Fabs was, was the one who motivated me to keep um, going to the gym. So I started doing deadlifts. And now I'm at 190 which my goal is my goal is to go to 200 and 200 right. 205. Oh yeah. But yeah, my problem is that no matter how much weight I do get, my my arms still look very lanky. <laughs> Don't <laughs> so worry still, though. Yeah. Don't worry cuz you're still young. How old are you? You're still what? 20 I just turned 24 last week, yeah. coach. Yeah, so you're going to you're going to gain. You're going to gain, but you you just want to make sure you gain in the right way. You know, you, you can um no matter what, man, lifting weights will help you. Free lifting free weights will help you. You know, it'd help anybody gain that weight, you know. Um but um so yeah, that's um that's the key. Is to lift free weights, you know, get size, you know. But yeah, if like you like you asked me, you know, who would I pick? Those are some of the people that I would pick, you know. Um there's some others, you know, but I have, I'm looking at size, I'm looking at I just, you know, I'm looking at uh, ability, ability, you know, and everything. Uh, and so, um, yeah, that's what they would look for. That's what WWE would look for. You know, it's like when they came here, you know, when they came here back in 2000, what, what was it when they came here? 16, 2017? Yeah, 17, 17, yeah, 17. Okay. You got you to you put in your mind why, who was picked and who wasn't, Okay. All right, so so what's the point? You know, what were they, what were they looking for? And I know what they're looking for. It's not the moves that they're not look. They're not looking for that. They're not looking for your moves. You know, you can have all the fucking moves in the world. You know what I mean? That's why they got guys like Ricochet and AJ Styles. And, you know, they're not looking for that. They're looking for the guys who who could be stars. You know, you got to be a star. You know, um, and so. Um. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just certain things they're looking for, and I, I and when I go to when I go to a Philippine wrestling match, that's what I look for too. You know what what am I look what do I see? See what I'm saying? And um, you know, it's just different. It's a it's a different game. That's all. Coach, are you still planning on running some shows here, especially in Pampanga? I've been in contact with some guys, some guys at the um, <clears throat> gym here in Pampanga. Um, no one's kind of. There was two gyms that basically there's only like two gyms really that's open. So um, if I could if if I can get in there, man, and get it going, they they are they're very skeptical of of pro wrestling now. Um, they're just starting to do the MMA stuff going on here, so hopefully I can go back there and talk to them and ask if I can, you know, rent out. But then if I do that, then I have to, of course, start a whole different group of people because no one here knows pro wrestling. You know what I mean? It's not like they're in Manila, and so um, I, I would have to be—I had to do like a whole talent search. <laughs> you know, I had to do a whole talent search of people who wants to be a wrestler. You know, contests, you know, and uh, 
I want to do it. Yeah, definitely. That's what I want to do. I want to. I want to have that here in Papanga and have a school here in Papanga, uh, my school, and do that. So hopefully, it can happen. I'm hoping they don't keep fucking with these restrictions. <laughs> yeah, coach. And if and if you need if you need like an extra dude on 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 your roster. Of Mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I know where to get I, guys and girls. I know. If you need a top you know, star, it's, it's Frankie Thirteen. Yeah. It's just, it's just the point of you guys being on lockdown and can't come here. You know what I mean? So, that's the thing. You yeah, coach. And then if you come here, you you can't get back to Manila. <laughs> I can, I, I can, I can sleep on on the streets and stuff. I'm I'm pretty tough. I'm, I'm six feet. No one's gonna. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, you you you're big. You're big guy for uh, you know, most of the Filipinos. You you're tall dude. You know what I mean. So I can mug people. If they if they, if they try to mug me, I'm gonna mug yeah. them first. Yeah, you only need a plastic bag, man. Huh? What? You, you only need a flat, a plastic bag. I walk but around yeah, the plastic. Be, uh, yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome to open up something here, you know, because there's nothing here in the Angeles, nothing, nothing in Pampanga, of wrestling, you know. What I mean, or everything in wrestling is right there in Manila. So, um, it would be a fresh start, um, and you know, my own crew, not not something that you know that I'm walking into. So yeah, I'm looking at that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be the dream for me because so normally like people here would look at the other like the other countries like the states for the WWE, but for me really like what I want to achieve at least for me or at least what I want to see is to have like a really good scene here in the Philippines. And mm-hmm. you know if I if I don't have to leave uh, if I don't have to go to the other countries to like um, permanently work there. And just work like the if if we ever like achieve like a full on indies here like I can right. I can live with that. Yeah, I'm, that's that's the but that's that's you guys that's your that is your thing that you guys have to decide. When I say you guys, I mean the Filipino wrestlers, you know, because I can't I, I'm an outsider still, you know what I mean. I can just give you some pointers, but it would never happen in the Philippines unless the Filipino wrestling community that is here now come together not just wrestlers but but I'm talking fans alike you guys have to make it and put it in your head that this is what we want you know um and 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 really stick to it and stop the bullshit of you know this person is going to do this and this person will do that no you can make philippine wrestling your it's yours this is your country you know you have your own money your own place. This is this is yours. It's just it takes time and it takes the right people to invest in it. And if and if you're good and you're serious with it, people will invest in it. You will get investors like they did back in the 80s and 90s or whatever. There's no difference, you know. And so that's why I was telling someone else. I said, why you guys just don't link up with the old guys? You know, like the guy who did wrestling before RV, RJ, whatever his name was. You know, not not to get him to you know to to start a wrestling organization but get points get pointers he was on tv before why you don't guys why you guys don't go talk to him and, and talk to him and sit down and say hey pick his brain what do we need to do you know because what you guys are doing is good but it's not it's not generating like it should so maybe you need to talk to an elder to help you get past some certain things and uh, you can make your own money here, man. This is your country. You could be like Japan. Japan is not worried about WWE. Shit. WWE goes to Japan. So just think about them. Rakishi and his group was coming. The Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. He was coming before the lockdown. That was the word. They were going to bring a company here to the Philippines. Yeah. Don't know if, how bad it was going to... We don't know how how it was going to play out. But... Somebody had eyes on to come here to the Philippines, and so you got to got you. You have enough wrestlers here, and enough people in different types of businesses, lawyers, you know, whatever, that you guys can 
can can really start your own organization here and really make it work if you want. I was muted, but yeah, man. Yeah, definitely, Coach. Hey, what about you, Linus? Do you have Do you have anything to ask? Uh, aside from your soul patch, what do you mm -hmm. have to like flex tonight? Oh yeah, Coach. Linus wants to be a wrestler too. Oh yeah. Do you have any advice for Linus? Actually, uh, <laughs> Coach Linus actually has a, a gimmick now. He he's supposed to be a pompous um, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, if, the thing about if you want to be a wrestler, man, you just got to get in and try it. You know, you gotta you gotta go for it. It's like anything else. You know, if you want to be a doctor, you got to study for it, right? You want to be a lawyer. You gotta read up on that shit. So the same thing with wrestling. If you wanna be a wrestler, you gotta get in the ring, you gotta get your body right. And um be willing. Be willing to 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 open your mind and your heart, you know, to it because it's it's a it's a business like like Frankie was just saying, I mean, you're not gonna get any money. You're not gonna make any money for the first well shit. You might not make no money, period. You know what I mean? Because unless the Philippines start something where people you guys really get paid and, and make a living off of it but for right now it's, it's just going to be a hobby for you and you really have to want it you know what I mean because it's going to get dry like now it's dry but do you want it you know how bad do you want it that's that's the question you know and if you want something really bad enough you'll you'll go out and you'll do it you'll seek it you'll you'll find it Linus, you good? He's he's marking out. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> as we, coach, as we as we um, wind down on the podcast, um, yes, I want to ask you um, just a little bit of like an ending question. Uh, are you still is are you still planning on making um, an in ring uh, return? And <laughs> after that, um, can you give us, coach, five things? that you are grateful for being here in the Philippines? Alright, the first one was will I make an in-ring appearance? I don't know. It depends on how long this, this thing goes on, man, and how long we're out for. You know, because each day is like a, it's like, you know, it's not good. It's not good that we're away from the ring, you know, this, this long. And you get ring rust. I'm not getting any younger. I'll be 52 next month, so I'm not getting no younger. Um, but I will. I will still like to hit the ring once or twice. You know, just if if not if not for a show, just definitely for practice or for, you know something like that to roll around. So yeah, I think I would if if my body's you know feeling good. So yeah, I, I definitely. You might see me definitely in the ring once this shit is over with. You know what I mean? And five things that I'm grateful for in the Philippines. Wow. I'm grateful for the people being so nice and generous. Um, I'm grateful for um, my the, the food that I eat that I that I have. Um, I'm grateful for um, the properties that I have that um, in in Pangasinan uh, still still there in 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 that situation. Um, I'm grateful for the wrestlers that I've met, all you guys, and not and people that's not even wrestlers, but but that are associated with with wrestling, and the fans here in the Philippines. Because I didn't know that there was a Philippine wrestling thing going on when I came here. So I'm grateful for that. You know, that's for and and I'm just grateful, man, just to be here. You know, even in this pandemic, you know. Um. I could be anywhere else in the world, but I'm here. I'm here in the Philippines. So, and um, and so far, it's tough. I know it's tough for people who don't have money and don't have. Um, but for the most part of it, you know, it, it, it's it's pretty good. You know, the the the, the country's not going up in flames <laughs> or anything like that. You know what I mean? So it's good. Uh, I feel safe here. Um, and you know, everything is okay. You know, so that's it. Um, thank you, Coach. Um, do you have things you want to plug? 
yeah, your show, um, stuff like that? Yeah, just um, you guys can catch me on, you know, Facebook if I'm on or where I'm, I'm usually just trolling people. No, I'm stop. <laughs> no, uh, you can see <laughs> uh, William Chili Willie Jones on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, Chili Willie 2469. Uh, Twitter, I'm on Twitter, but you know what? Whenever I, tw- I tweet, Something or something, I get no no response. So I don't even know. I just like I need to close that shit down. That's like, Twitter sucks, coach. Yeah, Twitter yeah, Twitter is toxic, man. Yeah, you know, like what the hell? Why can I can I can I can tweet something and no one no one says nothing. I'm like, what? 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 You know? So I'm like, man, maybe I need to I need to start buying my my fans and shit. You know, like <laughs> YouTube. Because you know, I just found that out. I found you know, it took me a while. I was like wondering, people come out with all this this this, this content, and I'm like, it's bullshit. I didn't get like 1.2 two thousand followers. It's a work coach. They pay for bots. Exactly. I did not know that, Frank. I did not know that until my, you know, uh, maybe a couple of months ago. And then I said, all oh, these fuckers are paying for that shit. So my 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 guy, my um, other co-host, that's another one, ANC Podcast. Uh, you guys can check check us out every, on that every week um, with Andrew Campbell. He he was like, he was like, he was like, yo, chill. They what they do is they they buy the the the, the followers. He's, and I said, oh yeah. I said we're not doing that. I said we got we have 250 followers organically, so we're gonna keep that. You know what I mean? We're not we ain't we ain't buying no followers. So. But yeah, Twitter, man. I'm like, man, I can't get no likes on Twitter's or nothing. I'm like, what? So, but yeah, that's about it, you know. And um, hopefully, I can get something going here in Papanga, man. And you know, get some wrestling going because we need it. We need to do something instead of just sitting around. The Pampanga Wrestling Revolution. Mm, <laughs> <there> you ain't <go. laughs> you know, gonna get. <laughs> no, like, that's what that Asian coach really needs, man. No, because Philippine. <laughs> what you say? Pampanga Philippine Wrestling Revolution. Pampanga Wrestling Revolution. Ah, Pampanga Wrestling. <laughs> no, coach, because I remember, coach, I was trying to promote to uh, to my classmate. Uh, the show we had with Gary and Taft, I was telling him, hey, because he lives in Taft, yo, like, yeah. check this out. And he was like, oh, like, like, like what? Is, there's wrestling here? Like, what are the names of, of what are the names of, of the wrestling companies here, bro? And I was like, oh, there's there's P there's MWF where I'm at, uh-huh. Manila Wrestling Federation, and then there's PWR. And he was like, PWR, what what the hell does that mean? Passing Wrestling Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Cause he, wow. Because he assumed, because in MWF, the M is Manila, and then the P is like, oh, is that, is that passing? He thought it was, he, he thought it was regional. Anyway, uh, um, that was, that was a good, that was a good, really good, um, chat coach. Uh, yes, thank you guys. Uh, uh, as someone who, who's part of the local Philippine wrestling community, um, we just want to say that we are grateful for you um, going here and helping our community out, Thank you. and hopefully everything in Pampanga, like the stuff you're trying to work on, the gyms. Hopefully, um, I pray that the owners finally like give you the green light to like, hey, um, do a little bit of a wrestling in my gym. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if not that, then I have to find a building, man, where I can, uh, you know, set up shop there. You know what I mean? I think that's what it's gonna. I think that's where it's coming down to, you know. I've been shopping for, for buildings where where can I, you know, a good space where I can put a, a small ring in there and and uh, the rent's not too high. So, um, yeah, just wait. You know, I want to get it. I want to get it going. I really I wanted the gym because the gym already have the whole reason why I wanted to, to rent out the gym. They already have customers, right? So it would be easier for them, maybe one or two persons to say, okay, I want to try this. You know what I mean? So. But, you know, going out on my own, you know, I, I can go out and, and, and get a, a building, renovate it, put a, a ring in there, and then it's like, uh, okay, first day, no one's there, just me rolling around by myself. Second day, no one's there rolling around, me by myself. 
So you know, I want I want some somebody to come down. You know what I mean? So, but it all it it all has to do with me advertising as well too. So, but I think there's a scene here. I just I just haven't tapped into it. Yeah, probably, coach. And yeah, I think I think people people will be interested in that. And yeah. that's about it. My name is Frankie. Um, I'm joined here by. <laughs> you need you you need do, do, do this properly. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that how you do the closing? Do this properly. You need to plug our. Do this properly. Do, do do this properly. No, hey no, hey do, no the ending the ending part. You need to, hey you hey need to plug hey shh shh shh. I was I was I was a world tag team champion. No, you haven't won shit. You haven't won shit. You don't hey, tell me what excuse to me. do. Excuse me. You don't tell the me. Year. <laughs> Director of the Year is not a championship belt. I, I, can, I can make one. <laughs> do, anyway, do the closing um, part. Social, social. No, you can, you, can, you can do the closing. You can do the socials. Linus. You can plug in because I don't memorize it all. Yeah, Linus, do the, do the socials. I don't have the voice right now and shitty connection. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So you guys can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and youtube that's search for just kfape cafe you can also visit our website that's kfapeph.weebly.com where we post our articles and you can also listen to our episodes there uh you can also follow us on tiktok that's kfape cafe and also join our discord community where we are hosting cards against humanity wrestling versions every weekend so that's about it guys my name is linus and I'm Thank you, man.